Welcome to the Love Good Podcast brought to you by our patrons. This is Jimmy Mitchell, your host. Join me each week as I sit down with artists and thought leaders to chat about music, culture, and what we call the art of being human. You see, Love Good's more than a subscription company. We're a movement of artists and patrons who believe in the power of beauty to evangelize our culture. And we're so pumped you're here. All right, everybody, as promised, we've got a really exciting artist interview happening today. As I mentioned last week, Delaney Ramsdale is a really good friend of Jackie Minton's, and she's someone that's become a very good friend of Marisol's, and she's just an amazing talent. Okay, we got to really spend some solid time together back over Labor Day. This was, gosh, seven, eight months ago now, and she was a part of one of our Fireside live recordings. This was a really beautiful night. It was featuring Jenny and Tyler and Kevin Hyder and Ben Wagner, as well as Jackie Minton and many others. And so today's our chance to really get to know Delaney, all right? She's a, a musician from small town, South Texas. She has a beautiful voice, and according to Marisol, an even more beautiful heart, all right? At the very end of this episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit about a brand new song that you can only access through Lovegood. It's called Please Please. I'll tell you about that a little bit later on, but we've got a really fun conversation ahead. This is between Marisol and Delaney right there in the Lovegood studio in Nashville. And yeah, it's so cool. This is one of my favorite things about Nashville, even though I'm not living there anymore. <laughs> I still uh, I revel in it. I marvel in it that every artist who shows up in that town and does it right, plugs into this creative community. And I think it's a nice reminder that this is what culture is supposed to look like. In the same way that artists are friends, we should have the kind of friends in our lives that we are standing shoulder to shoulder with, that we are pursuing the highest ideals with. I mean, this is what Aristotle calls virtuous friendship or friendship of excellence. And I think what's neat is, you know, obviously Delaney and Jackie are really good friends, but even more than pursuing their common end of, of great artistry, I dare say that they are pursuing a, a far higher common end, which is virtue, excellence in all things, and most importantly, deep down in their soul, which you're going to get a real glimpse of today in just a moment. Again, Marisol will be sitting down with Delaney Ramsdale. And for now, enjoy Creative Potential. This is the title track from the 2020 EP by our good friend, Scott Mulvihill. Welcome to the Love Good Podcast, Delaney. Thanks, Marisol. Thanks for having me. Good, good. How are you doing on this cold March morning? I'm <laughs> doing just lovely. 
Yes. So good. It's so we are coming up mid-March, which means it's the COVID-versary, right? <laughs> <laughs> At least of the way it's affected America. Right, right. Obviously, it had been in other countries before that, but like this past year, it's I can't believe it's been an entire year. I, it doesn't, I feel like I'm still stuck in March of 2020. Yeah. Like, I'm still kind of processing March of 2020 a little bit. We're going to remember <laughs> that for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. Forever. Like, I, I was thinking about that when we were, like, back last year. I was thinking, like, I'm going to be telling my kids, like, yeah, we literally didn't leave our houses. Like, and we had to wear masks we everywhere. Like, all just, yeah. Yeah, it's so strange. We live in some strange times. But, okay, so most of our patrons don't know you. Yeah, yeah. Or most of our podcast listeners don't know you either. So why don't you share a little bit about who you are as a musician, as yeah. a person, all of that. Yeah, so I'm Delaney Ramsdell. I am originally from Roosevelt, Texas, which has 18 people living in it. Look it up. It'll say it's a historical community, not even a town. <laughs> But I grew up in far west Texas. I grew up listening to classic country and lots of folk and Americana music. So the music that I do is definitely right in the folk Americana vein, but obviously very inspired by lots of classic artists in that genre. But also, you know, with in in music that's related back to Jesus and back to the life of Christ. And so I kind of like meld the two back together. But yeah, I'm a senior at Belmont University. I'm just making music here in Music City. And yeah. so when do you graduate? Do you graduate this May? So I actually graduate in April. So, oh, so like in a month. Yeah. Coming up really, really soon. <laughs> wow. That's so crazy. Right, right. That's awesome. And so after that, do you, are you going to do music full time? Yeah. So the plan is to do music as much as I can. I'm also a worship leader at a church called Bridges Nashville. So cool. still doing that. I'm a house church leader. I'm also in digital marketing. That's a part okay. of like what I do. So maybe dabbling here and there, but definitely trying to put the full emphasis on music and touring and all that. So love it. Yeah. And we first like kind of discovered you mm-hmm. through our dear friend, Jackie Minton. Yes. I remember one day I came home and I was like, hey, Jackie, if you just like keep in the back of your head, if you like know of anyone you think might want to do like house shows with us, whatever. And she just looks, she's like, Delaney Ramsdale. <laughs> <laughs> like without skipping a beat, wasn't she? Wasn't like, hmm, let me, it was just like came out of her mouth oh like, as gosh, I was speaking. And so then she sent me a song by you and whatever. Of course, we were like in love right away. It was I just feel like your music and who you are is a really good fit for Love Good. Yeah, thank you. And for any of our patrons, you probably saw, and if you didn't, that's okay. Back in, I think, January, December, Mm -hmm. definitely like end of 2020, early 2021, we released to our patrons only a beautiful, beautiful music video with you and Jackie together called The Valley Song. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that song? Yeah, so that is actually one of my favorite songs that I've probably ever written. And I had the chorus idea my pastor back home in texas had said this line about the the valley has its own songs in like Mm -hmm. 2016 so it was a long time ago and i was scrolling through my notes on my phone and i found it and so i kind of fleshed out the chorus i was actually in washington at the time traveling and i was like i have to bring this back to jackie i have (laughs) we like have to write this song together and if we don't i don't know what i'm gonna do so i brought it back to her and we finished it really fast just like wrote it out and it was just such a sweet time of like Mm. In that moment, I mean, obviously we had been super, super close friends, but that was like such a solidifying moment of our friendship of like, we are great friends and we're creating, you know, art together. And it was just like, it was just such a good moment. But yeah, so the song, whenever we did it at the Love Good, like house show type thing, it was so beautiful just being able to be in the space with Jackie and, and share that moment with you guys. So. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. And we recorded all of those. We had the Love Good Live sessions. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly forgetting when it was. It was like... It was in, in October, September. September. It was Labor yeah. Day weekend. Yep. yep. And I remember it was the end of the summer and 
so many of our artists and so many of us had never hadn't experienced like live music in a really in long so time. so long. It was the first show I played. I, first show I had played in probably six or seven months. And like by show too. It right, was like, right. There was like 20 people there at the I most. I don't even think so. Yeah. I think there was like 10 or 15. Yeah, it was very small. But. It was so tiny and, but honestly, like so beautiful. I was, I remember before it came, I was just thinking like, this is literally going to be so awkward because I know. <laughs> it'll just be like maybe like seven people in right. the audience and like no one's even going to like want to sing because it's right. like no one's here and it's going to be so awkward just like singing for the camera. But honestly, it was so not. It was so intimate. It really was. And so beautiful. And even now, like I also do a lot of video editing. Mm-hmm. So when I edit those videos, I have to like, I like to add applause in the end and you hear like five claps. <laughs> like... <laughs> super awkward at the end. I'm always like, like doubling or tripling them. Superimpose some claps in there at the <laughs> yeah, end. Yeah, because I'm like, this is so oh, weird. Is so funny. But I just think back and I'm, I just think back on that moment. I think back on, Jackie and I had a similar experience when we did our tour last summer. Yeah, yeah. Of just like, you don't realize how much you treasure live music until you don't have it anymore. Absolutely. And here living in Nashville, we typically get live music all the time. Almost and, take it for granted. Oh, I absolutely yeah. took it for yeah. granted. Absolutely. Yep. I remember talking to some of my roommates months ago and just being like, I regret every concert I didn't go to. Exactly. I was like, every every show I passed up, you know. Yeah. Awesome. Well, our patrons can find a lot of your music on Spotify. Yep. Do you want to tell us a little bit like your favorite songs that are that they can listen to, yeah. some stories behind them? Yeah. So I actually released an Americana EP in 2018. So right as soon as I graduated high school, oh, I wow. put it out. And I had actually released the first two or three singles while I was in high school. So that was just like a really, it was just kind of funny, like being a senior and being like, here's all my music, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so I recorded that with Red Tree Recording Studios in Magnolia, Texas, which is actually six hours away from where I lived. So <laughs> we drove like six hours to do this recording. But in Nashville, that's like crazy. Now. I know. It's like you never travel to record. Right. You like go to someone's house or to their basement or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's an Americana album. I think my favorite song on there, my favorite two songs are probably Please Please, which mm-hmm. we have that coming out soon. Oh, on Friday. On Friday, yeah. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to hear that song. Yes. So <laughs> that song was actually written about my best friend. She was just mm. really going, just like really going through it. We were it was just a hard season in her life. And mm-hmm. I was just, I remember talking to her and I was like, please, please, like, just just keep, like, just keep doing what you're doing and, like, don't worry. And that's kind of how the song came out. I literally said, like, please, please to her. And that's how the whole song came about a yeah. few days later. But that's definitely one of my favorites. And the other one of my favorites is a song called Perfect. And it's mm. kind of, it's like a, it's one of those songs that at the top of the, you know, you didn't really think anything of it until yeah. you like, I remember I, it was like my underdog song almost like I didn't, I almost didn't put it on the project, but it's actually based out of Ecclesiastes 3. Like there's everything will be made perfect in its own time. And mm-hmm. my grandparents actually had like a sign of that, like a little picture in their house where I almost grew up. I grew up with my grandparents a lot of the time, yeah. but I remember seeing that like every single day. And then I wrote a song out of it, but it's all about how there's, you know, everything and every season in life will be made perfect. And like that the Lord doesn't just leave us without completion. And yeah. so that's that's one of my favorite songs on the project too. So those were the two that I would definitely suggest to the listeners. How so. beautiful too, because I think just in general, like the past year, two years have been so crazy to imagine that the Lord is actually going to make this time perfect, right, right. make these things perfect. But that's been a huge reflection for me recently is just that, like nothing, the Lord doesn't waste anything yeah, yeah. ever, ever. <laughs> Even this like absolute tragedy that we've lived in. There's no doubt about the fact that it's the very bad, <laughs> very yeah, sad. Right. But even then the Lord is brings good. The Lord brings so much hope. And I think a lot of people have 
had beautiful moments of hope Absolutely. this last year. Absolutely. But um, yeah, that's a good, good reminder of that. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your influences. Like who are your favorite artists wow. who have influenced your music the most? I don't know if those if that's the same. No, like yeah. Favorite artists that's like such a hard influences. question for me because I just want to give you like my full discography of all the people that I listen to. But I grew up, you know, listening to classic country. So I love like Patsy Cline mm. and I love um, like Loretta Lynn and Johnny Cash. But then I also, my parents loved like 70s folk rock. So I like when I was 13 to like 15 years old, I was obsessed with James Taylor. All I listened to was James Taylor. So James Taylor, Emmylou Harris, Linda mm-hmm. Ronstead, those were a lot of the the influences I listened to. I think as a songwriter, you know, people who have influenced my songwriting, Andrew Peterson is actually one of oh, them right. who really, really influenced my songwriting. He, talk about somebody who brings like truth and beauty into craft, like effortlessly. And so he's somebody that's really influenced my songwriting. James Taylor influenced a lot of my songwriting early on in the, like the more folk stylings. I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, Andrew Peterson was definitely like a huge influence that's for me. That's so crazy. I had never heard of Andrew Peterson until like I moved to Nashville. Yeah. And I went to see his Behold the Lamb oh at the gosh. Ryman this past Advent. <sighs> oh my gosh. Crazy. Have you ever been? I went to the one in San Antonio last year. Oh, that's awesome. And it was life-changing. It was so good. Literally, so a couple of my housemates and I were just like sitting around one evening and someone said something about it. And I was like, I've kind of always wanted to go to that. And it was like in December in 2020. Mm-hmm. So right. we, it didn't even occur to us that it was happening. And someone was like, I think it is. We Googled it and it was like they were the Ryman was letting 500 people mm-hmm. in for this show. And we were all like, okay, we have we can't pass this up. Right, of course. And we paid like out like so much money because the it's the Ryman, which right. is an amazing venue for anyone that's never been to the Ryman in Nashville. Like you it's have to a go beautiful historic yeah. venue. And there was only 500 people allowed in. So obviously the that's tickets crazy. were really expensive. But all of my roommates, I was like, okay, guys, it's totally worth it. Like it's going to be worth it. Yep. And we all came out just like we had a... Ex- experience like a night of prayer it was we were so prepared for christmas after that right it was so i think i watched it they live streamed it and so we watched it like Mm. in our living room which was very also very sweet like with my parents you know we actually did attend behold a lamb in 2019 in san antonio and it was it was just stunning like the storytelling of yeah i mean how often do you see like the birth of jesus framed in such Mm -hmm. a way you know it's it's so stunning, but I've I've always really loved his music. Jess Ray is also another person who's influenced me, mm. who's on the Behold the Lamb tour. Yes. Yeah. But she's another one who I just, I love her songwriting and I love her, yeah. her stylistic choices are just so awesome. And so I've been really influenced by her as well. And her voice is just oh my next gosh. level. <laughs> Every time I hear her song, Humble Heart, I weep. I just weep. She's I, so yeah. good. I just discovered too, she has a another project called, I think it's Mission, Mission House. House. Oh my gosh. I never discovered it before. <laughs> it was on like my Spotify, those things like the missed hits of 2020, like yep. the things you missed. And I didn't think it would be anything good. And mm-hmm. I listened to it and I was like, wait, I recognize this voice. Yep. It's hard. Oh she's gosh. hard to, she's hard to miss. Yeah. So, so And Taylor Leonhardt, who's the, her other half in Mission House is also yeah. just songstress. I mean, amazing. Amazing. Okay. So what would you say is kind of like your... I don't know if this is too hard of a question, but like <laughs> your like mission statement as an artist, like what yeah. do you want to do like for the world and yeah. for our culture with your music? Yeah. So my like personal mission statement, this is something I actually came up with when I was a freshman in high school mm-hmm. and it's four words. So wow. it's honest work and honoring work. Those are my like, mm-hmm. that's my thing is I want to make work that's honest and I want to make work that's authentic. I want to make songs. I want to make art. I want to craft things that are honest to myself, but I also want to make them honoring. And that means a lot. Honoring means a lot of things. It means honoring, obviously, unto the Lord, honesting to the life of Christ, but also honoring to myself and honoring to those who helped me create. So, you know, honoring to my co-writers and honoring to my influences and, you know, just yeah. work that's that's honest and work that 
reflects back to a greater purpose. And I think another part of who I am and what I what I love is it's the balance of beauty and truth, right? So mm-hmm. this is something Jackie and I actually talk about all the time. This is something that Jackie and I have a lot of conversations about. Yeah. But um, the truth, obviously, like being the being Jesus, you know, yeah. Jesus is my truth. And so how do I balance that and and have the beautiful intersection of creating beautiful art that is also honoring to the Lord. And so I think that using beauty and truth to tell the story of the gospel, mm. using beauty and truth to reach into hard places, you know, that maybe aren't always talked about in songwriting or um, just putting language to the way that people feel, you yeah. know, putting language and and putting song and melody to prayer and to heart cry, you know, mm. and things like that. But yeah, honest work and honoring work is my mission statement. And that's oh, something that that guides me every time I sit down to write a song, every time I sit down to have a conversation, every time I lead worship, that's what's kind of guiding me. So, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And you obviously, you, I guess it's not obvious to everyone, but <laughs> you kind of, you have your worship music mm-hmm. and you have your more like folk Americana mm-hmm. music. Like, do you, how do those two, how do you reconcile those two yeah. in your life? Like what's, I would say like more important to you, more like the direction you're going. Sure, sure. Yeah. It, that was actually, that, intersection and that balance has actually been really difficult. If I'm being honest, it's been really difficult for of me. Course. It's like I have these almost like, it's not like I have these two sides of myself, but mm-hmm. for a long time, I really struggled with how can I be both at the same time? Can yeah. I be both at the same time? Because, you know, a lot of the times our our world is trying to say you can do one thing yep. and that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. But what I found was in the seeking was the Lord saying, you are all of the things. You mm-hmm. can be all of the things that you are and you don't have to be afraid of that. And so, I, I mean, I think they both play into each other a lot. Yeah. So sometimes I sit down to like, you know, I write a lot of country music too. So I sit down at, at a country write and I'm like, wow, that's a worship melody that I just sang, you know? <laughs> but I do think that as an artist, I don't have to, I don't have to choose always. I and I think that's a good thing. And obviously with our church, you know, we release music under Bridges Nashville. So it's like not under my name yeah. specifically, which is great. So if you want to check it out, Bridges Nashville on Spotify, mm-hmm. iTunes. But, you know, it's a great ministry and I've been really, really blessed to have the chance to lead people in worship. Yeah for so long and with such a great team. But as an artist, you know, I think the more folk Americana, but still like Christian music is definitely the direction I'm going. So, you know, having the Christian lyric, but maybe not like a congregational type. So it's just like an art song almost, you know, but that's Christian. And so I definitely think that's where I'm going as an artist personally. And the reality of it is too, we talk about this a lot with Love Good and Jimmy and I have had like countless conversations about this because the reality of it is, is like, it's no secret. Like we are Christian people. Right, right. Everything we do, we hope will reflect the sure. beauty yeah. of the Jesus Christ. Right. Always. Whether or not we're like using his name all the time and like have like a picture of him in the background or or if we're just talking about right. our lives and talking about this beauty, truth, and goodness, like all of that comes from him. And I've, it's so interesting too, because I, I think that so many artists have this, what you're describing yeah. is like this struggle, but also like it doesn't have to be a struggle. Like you can yeah. be all like, I don't know if you heard Judah, like Judah and the Lion just came out with like a solo solo project this summer. I think I Not did actually summer, hear it. Yeah. Like recently. Mm-hmm. So he's doing like straight up worship music yeah. under yeah. just his name Judah. I have heard that. And it's really good. <laughs> it's beautiful. And to like hear that and then also to listen to like pep talks. Where right, of course. Obviously it's not like a non-Christian album. Like he's talking about these beautiful, deep, yeah. intense things from like the perspective of hope. 
right. which is ultimately where Christianity lies. And so it's beautiful to see these artists really like riding that line, but also yeah. just like fully expressing who they are and not being right. afraid to live in both spaces. Yeah. And I mean, I have songs that that aren't explicitly Christian. They yeah. never say Jesus. You know, even the Valley song doesn't yeah. actually ever say anything yeah. about Jesus, you know? Yeah. But it's it's my hope and it's my goal to make sure that with every song, regardless of of content, that that is being portrayed, yeah. you know, through it. And so, yeah, I definitely think that's a really great example of what he's doing. And yeah. so it's, but yeah, it has been a really interesting experience for me to kind of live in both worlds, but it's, it's something that I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't trade for the world. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us well, today. thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I really appreciate everything you guys are doing for beauty and for truth and really yeah. appreciate y'all. Awesome. So. Before we go, why don't you tell all of our listeners and our patrons where they can find you on Instagram, yeah, Facebook, yeah. So, website. So my Instagram and Facebook handles are Delaney Ramsdell Music. And my website is DelaneyRamsdellMusic.com. You can also find me on Spotify and iTunes under Delaney Ramsdell. And if you're interested in hearing the worship stuff, it's under Bridges Nashville. And that's also on Facebook and Instagram. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for Thanks coming. For I appreciate and it. I'll subscribe to our YouTube channel to hear Please Please and see the music video yes. on Friday. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Oh, my love, you know I know that you never had a heart of stone. But the fire you walk through has made you strong. This is true I'm gonna push away the dark with you And don't you know that the light can heal it Please, please, don't you cry Don't let the fear fill up your soul Tonight your light's too bright And your wrongs too right Don't you dry your tears Please, please, don't you cry It kills me to see you fight alone You're listening to Please, Please off of the Fireside Sessions. This is a Love Good live recording, and it doesn't yet exist anywhere except that little clip here in the Love Good podcast. And on Friday, it's going to exist on our YouTube channel as a live music video. And of course, that's Delaney Ramsdale herself singing this beautiful song called Please, Please. So I know we say this all the time, but go to youtube.com slash lovegoodculture and subscribe to our channel. Hit the bell, get on board. We are constantly releasing new content and it's an amazing way to be exposed to these artists that otherwise you may only hear about in the podcast or maybe even see in a, a seasonal package if you're a patron. This is a really cool chance to catch stories behind songs and also just hear these raw live recordings, many of them that were recorded in my living room back in Nashville. So anyways, today was such a joy getting to hear this conversation between Marisol and Delaney. And I'm just so pleased that, you know, in the weeks ahead, we're going to be sitting back down with Marisol, obviously Dr. Ryan Handing. We've got some amazing artist interviews coming your way. In fact, even in a couple of weeks, our next big live stream is going to be with me. It's not going to be a concert. It's going to be a retreat. And it really is going to be a nice way to really prepare ourselves for Easter. Can you believe it's Easter 2021 in just a few weeks? It's around the corner. It's been a, a really refreshing, I, I have to say for me personally, a really refreshing new year. Plenty of challenges, but plenty of joys. And frankly, I could say the same about 2020 as well. I just say that the, the joys and the challenges of 2020 were even more pronounced. So that being said, it's nice. I'm sure like 
me, many of you feel like you're in a bit more of a rhythm right now. I hope that's the case anyways. And I'm certainly feeling that with Love Good and this incredible podcast that we continue to get to be a part of together. This is a big family affair as far as we're concerned. We're, we're a community. We're a movement. We cannot do this without you. We love you, our listeners, especially our patrons. And all that being said, I look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, stay classy. God bless you. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Love Good Podcast. Share this episode link on social media, leave us a review, and join our movement today by subscribing as a patron at joinlovegood.com. You'll start enjoying our premium content and seasonal packages that not only raise your standard for music, books, and art, but that also inspire you to evangelize culture through beauty. We can't wait to accompany you as you change the world.